York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time show here, giving you that Nick's talk, talk just in the Nick of Time. And it's time to talk about a bad loss. The Knicks lost to the undermanned Suns, who did not have number one Nick Killer, Kevin Durant, even in the lineup. 113 to 116. Brunson showed up. He's one of the few who showed up today, had a phenomenal game, 35 points, eight assists, and six rebounds. Randall had 28 points and five rebounds, but had the lowest plus minus in the game. We'll get to that in a minute. Quickly had 18 points. And the story of the game doesn't really take a big, huge basketball savant X and those guys to really see this. But we got out rebounded uh, by the, the Suns. The Suns are 18th in the league in offensive rebounding. And they out rebounded the number two offensive rebounding team in the league today. And <laughs> yeah, 18 to 13 advantage Suns, which is ridiculous. And we're going to talk about it all. It was close. It was a close game. Great Brunson gave us all we had. Um, we were down for most of this game. We took a short lead in the third quarter with about two minutes to go. Then the bench took uh, of the Suns quickly retook the lead. Um, then Brunson had some heroics again, tied the game up, um, leaving the, the game tied. Like 113 apiece with like around a minute to go. And with seconds to go, Brunson, uh, with seconds to go, Devin Booker hits a dagger three in the corner. And that's all she wrote. And that's it, man. The Suns deserve to win this game. The Knicks deserve to lose this game. And we're going to talk about it. Oh, all right. So let, let's get to it. Um, shout out to, shout out to uh, uh, ESPN contributor, Post and Tosin contributor, Latin assassin, Lee Escobedo. Shout out to the KOT Rookie of the Year, Ebony X College Ball D1 player, uh, joining the KOT crew. All right, let's talk some Knicks basketball. Um, uh, let's, let's get to it. I, I like to go with the angriest person first. I don't know if you know this, know yet, Ebony. That's that's like a tradition here. If, 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 I, if Ryan G is here and he's fuming, I usually go with him first. If Lee's here and he's fuming, I'll go with him first. You seem to be the most fuming one today, so I'm gonna ask you, what did you think of this game? And Ebony, you got me. I'm, I'm talking muted. I'm talking. Yeah, muted. yeah, yeah. We got to hear the heat. We got to hear. The heat. <laughs> yeah, woo side, woo side. That's all I'm gonna say. Woo yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I've been angry before the season. I mean, this or during the season when uh when Randall was showing that lack of effort part, that little period he had. Uh, so, but this this was this this different. Uh, we lost to the Suns without Bill or Booker. We let the who. Uh, go off. <laughs> yeah, the who's the, the who's man's of those. Yeah, went off we let on the who's sure. who's. I seen Met too, and I was like, who? Mm-hmm. I don't know that man. I yeah. don't know that don't, man. Nazir Little, but, who's that? He had, who's he had that? Points we, played for. We, we, we were actually, <laughs> we was actually uh, making fun, not making fun, but like, who's Jason Goodwin? Because I seen that was the the backup on the death chart, the mm -hmm. backup point guard. I never heard of him. I'm like, who is this? Yeah, he showed me who he was today. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, I just I I don't like the up and down or the um picking and choosing 
I should say of effort in spots. I felt I felt it was a lot of picking and choosing by certain players. Uh, Randall came, he redeemed himself in the third quarter. But as Clyde say, when he giveth and he taketh, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> because uh, that last that last play, he you can't guard Booker with your hands at your hips. And I know he was the help defense, but at least be the help defense, please. Um, that that's what gets me with Randall sometimes. It's it's his effort on on that end. Uh, yeah, I just I just don't like the ups and downs. And our defense on on three point three-pointers this is the number three team i believe in the league in three-point percentage and we just letting them get open jump shots that yeah. that has to change yeah help and recover is something that we haven't done well this game sometimes in the season uh i felt like rebounding effort in the first half in particular was fairly weak from everybody not even just randall randall was a huge part of it um but it was from everybody. I think we cleaned it up in the second half. You can you can see a stark difference. Uh, they had 18 offensive rebounds in the first. Was it 18 offensive rebounds in the first half? No, they had 13 offensive rebounds. The Suns did in the first half. Only five in the second. And we gained rebound in the second half. Um, even Mitch, who has been a good rebounder, I felt like was a step slow rebounding today. Um, so it was it was all around just a weird lack of effort on one on the floor to me today to, to to me i seen i seen what the phoenix phoenix did was uh keep mitch on the move mm -hmm. they kept in the offense they they you know beat their man forced him to help and on the help he's, he's leaving Nurkic or the other person on the on the weak side and they get the rebound that's what i, I saw happen a lot today um it's every time mitch wasn't in down underneath the basket it was an offensive rebound <laughs> For the Phoenix Suns, yeah. So now there gotta, was some. You got to box out. Not for real. There was some times where Nurchik was at about the three point line, and Mitch had to be by the the foul line to guard him, and then they got offensive rebounds that way for sure. Um, there was a few times where we had offensive re rebound in our hand. Like I remember a, a distinctive play when um, when um, Hartenstein had the rebound, he just lost it, <laughs> and he just he just dropped it. Um. It, and, and it was other times where our guards just did not help out. It was all around a bunch of things that led to the, the lack of offensive rebound. I'm sorry, Lee. I know you didn't go yet. I've been, you've been hogging, hogging the floor. But I know you got some thoughts on today's game, Lee. Yeah, Lee. All good, homies. All good. You know, I feel very lucky that Nitz never had back-to-back -back Rookie of the Years, but the KOT show has. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to title myself Rookie of the Year last season, bring the hot takes, and then Ebby came in with the X and O's and analytics, bring great addition to the team. Thank Love you, girl. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Love you too, Lee. I am – I don't know if it's surprising or not surprising. I'm not angry again, especially not the way we finish a game. I thought we finished a game really strong really smart, love the defense that RJ played on Devin Booker for the majority of the game. And even that last shot, I thought he gave us about everything he could. I think there was a missed defensive assignment on the switch where there could have been better recovery on the perimeter. Once Booker got the ball back and then curled around to the, to one of his favorite spots. But besides that, man, I thought the first half was extremely infuriating, mainly because of a lack of defensive effort from Randall, but also Eric Gordon, once again, another guy who's way past his prime, on a vet minimum deal, cuts us. Just like drops a, not career high, but the highest he's probably scored in the last two or three seasons. Uh, just like went, just completely went off. And a game where Kevin Durant and RIP Bradley Beal 
uh, aren't playing, like the fact that we couldn't contain Eric Gordon is a sign that, that's an effort problem. That's not that's not an ability problem. But then the second half, we turned some things around. I I liked most of what the bench gave us, specifically Hartenstein IQ. Yeah. But there were some things I think we could clean up immediately that would help us to close out games and to stop getting down so much in the first half. It's the second game now we've been down really big in the first half. We had to claw our way back. But those things are, uh, I'll keep it short. You can elaborate if you want to. Stop having Jalen Brunson shoot technical free throws. Yes. That is a that is a point wasted when it should be Emmanuel quickly shooting every single tech, tech Man, Lee, free throw. I had, in my, I had that in my look. I had that in my notes, Lee. I do not understand for the life of me why you have the best free throw shooter not taking techs, especially when junk your Brunson is a clutch player. Yes. He is super clutch, and you can see it, but for some reason, he's clutch everywhere on the floor except the wow. free throw line. 100%. This was not the first time this season this has happened either. Or last yeah. season. <clears throat> yes, agreed. And before Brunson got here, Randall used to shoot the tats, which is even more infuriating. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it should be it should be either – no, it should just be Emmanuel quickly. I don't even think I have a second option of who It should always be Emmanuel quickly if he's healthy. Uh, second, I know everyone see Josh Hart and Mitchell Robinson play on this on the court together at the same time. It's three on five on offense. Josh Hart is becoming increasingly irritating to watch play. Like he's out there for defense, but every man that he was either switching on to give a help side, we lead side defense on, or collapse on a double team, end up getting beating him by getting to the basket or pulling up for a three. I saw him beat get beat on multiple possessions, and he's so timid, more timid somehow than Grimes. Yeah. To let it fly from three. And he's a way worse shooter than Grimes as well. And so I don't know how that momentum started when he came in its last season. He was just getting to the basket at will. He's driving a lot. He's not doing any of that anymore. He's showing absolutely no intermediate game, no pull-up game. It's awful. It's really not fun to watch. So if you don't play him, play him alongside Hardenstein. So at least he might get some easy passes when he's cutting that door um, or, or even catching a lob. Uh, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I add something to that? Because there was a part in the game where – RJ, and this is Ebony's point, because Ebony likes to say this a lot about momentum. And it was Brunson and RJ who was scoring. And you know, we know we already know usually RJ comes out early. And but at this time when when Randall is, is struggling and RJ was the only one giving you some semblance of offense, don't then take RJ out and then just put in um Josh Hart. Like to me, when we're already offensively struggling, you're only getting something from Brunson. You don't take away the other guy who's giving you offense. Uh, at least the bare minimum, if you're going to take out RJ, put in quickly with him. So you don't, so you give Brunson another option offensively. Um, and I just wanted to add that, and I'll let you continue on what you have to say, unless you have anyone to. So, so. No, I, I, I agree 100%. Um, Something about had a third thing. Oh, Mitchell Robinson only two shot attempts. I'm okay with two points. Maybe he misses a few, but he gets to a line, breaks a lot of free throws, which he did a little bit tonight. But only two shot attempts in the field. That needs to be minimum six, seven. I would love eight or ten. It's probably not going to happen. But people aren't looking for him like they were during that nice run where the ball movement was really crisp. He was getting a lot of lob attempts. It's it's dwindled back again. Brunson's looking off him. Rand- Randall is looking for him. But Josh Hart, even Chenzo, they're looking off him in opportunities for lob, and that needs to be cleaned up too. So those three things 
you do all three of those, you're probably not down by 15 or 18 in the first half, and you probably have a better chance to close out the game. Yeah. me? I don't know. I feel like you have something to say. Yeah, in fact, I agree. Um, we we can't keep continuing to to beat ourselves. Um, we just have to play smarter basketball. I would keep saying it. a lot of times we make it, we don't play smarter, we play harder. Um that's why I was hoping when we play like a team and the ball is moving and they're they're getting, you know, picks, it's it, things become easy for us. It's you know, it's easy to get back buckets. We get into the game, as you can see. But when they start going one on one, no, no, no. Also about shot attempts with, with Mitch, I definitely agree. We missed him a lot. A lot of times we miss Mitch, especially when he has like a point guard on his back. Like granted, Mitch does not have a you, you know, we don't see much of a post game. We don't know what that looks like. But if he has a smaller guy on his hit on his back, he could literally take it and he yeah. has athletics Agreed. and dunk the ball over him. You understand? At least try, give him a, a chance to do something with it. Um I think that does a disservice for for Brunson and Randall. I seen I mentioned that last uh post game about how how Brunson had missed uh Miss Mitch wide open, but Grimes wound up hitting him. And I said maybe he had a bad angle. He thought Grimes had a better mm-hmm. one, trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. But right. I see it all the time. And this 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 was from last year. It's the same issue I, I seen from last year because I was asking them with Obi, give the ball to Obi when he was cutting. They would miss him a thousand times. So we have to do better with uh, getting Mitch involved because it, it'll just help Brunson and open up Randall's game also. Yeah, I, I feel like I want to pull out some stats. I want to pull out some Mitch stats on cleaning the glass. I don't know if you have anything to add to that. Lee, while looks look for some stats for, for Mitch. I do. Also, Grimes cannot. Grimes, I think, took two, one shot a whole half. He and it wasn't a three pointer shot. He took no three pointers for the first half. Um, I get people. It? Yeah, what happened, sir? Who was it that that blown it? Who blew the nets out? Not last game, but game before. We got beat by like twenty. Who was that? Um, we beat, we got beat by 20 by the Pelicans, I think. The Pelicans. Yeah. The Pelicans beat us up. Since that game, we've I feel like we've really been coming out very sluggish. Like a lot of ISO, a lot of one-on-one play really early in the game, which is super predictable. And you know they have a whole day's practice going over what our schemes are going to be and, and our, how our ratio to isolation compared to ball movement. It's, it's really easy to stop us when we get into that mentality. But if we didn't clean that up and I just back to how we were, we were in a dogfight every single quarter. There wasn't a huge swing one way or the other, even toward the Knicks. Man, we have a better chance to close the game because of Brunson than, than otherwise. So I like the fight that we had. And it's, like, yeah. ah, it's very rare the Knicks get blown out. And after that one blowout in New Orleans, we haven't gotten blown out since. We, it looked like one in Miami, but this team's had too much dog and, and hard in them to, to get smacked twice in a row. So I, I love that about their team. And that, that's a quality of Tibbs. So that's a conversation I want to have later on this on the show about uh, why I'm starting to love tips, but let's go ahead. Oh, this is this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I wish you guys. Yo, it's funny how yo Ebony, if you was here last year, there were so many people who did not like Leach because of how he, hard he went on tips and Randall. So like this is like this year is kind of it's is really it's is very uh is man it's like night and day it's it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> a teller two halves, a teller two, two years. It's crazy. I mean, I just feel like Tibbs has been coaching a much better game from start to finish than he was last year in the beginning of the season. But in the I, season was chaotic. I agree. 
I agree. I have to give Tibbs. I see a little bit more adjustment, but every once in a while, he he goes back into his stubborn bag. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Agreed. And um, my love for him is not based on his play calling. It's more based on internal development, which is something I want to bring up later on. Got you. Got you. So, so look, I'm, let's talk about certain things. You talked about Quentin Grimes and Mitch Robinson not getting the ball. I, I want to stay on that because seeing uh, the glass stats has Quentin Grimes' usage rate the lowest of his career right now. Mm. Uh, but last year, he was in the 21st percentile in usage rate. This year, he's in the fourth percentile of usage rate in the NBA. So, uh, yeah, at 11.2%. That, Which, that's embarrassing. Yeah, they they just they use Quentin Grime as the help me out me. Literally, I I I stop my dribble. Here you go, Quentin. Give it to the next person. Right. That is literally what he does. He does this little. They have this play with him where Brunson comes and he comes off a screen off the wing, at the top of the key. He doesn't look at the basket. He doesn't look the you know drive. He's looking to give to to Randall. He's the connector in that in that piece, but he's not looking at the at the basket. But the, so the, the, I, what happened? No, the funny part though, the third quarter, I felt like he was like, "I'm shooting the ball." There was a couple yeah. of times where he he could have passed it. And he's like, "I'm shooting the ball," and yeah. it went in and out. And today, I mean, I actually like the the defense that we played on Booker. That's probably the one thing that we did do good all day. Um, I even know. Like, Ignore the points because, you know, Booker got 28 points, um, 11 assists. But they were like a dirty 28 points. His percentages weren't really nice, right? They were like 40% from the field, 30-something percent from three, but hit the most important shot of the day. But overall, I felt like the defense was good. And to me, this is is like – to me, this is Grimes' best one-on-one defensive performance he's had this season so far. And I actually wanted to see more of him because of that. but I don't know. He just, he just never got into the game, and we elected to go with Josh Hart. Okay. Which can I? Uh, Nick Muse on on Twitter posted uh, the percent the attempts versus each defender that, that guarded Booker today. Mm-hmm. Um, Quentin Grimes and actually Josh Hart two for six each. Um, they they had the best. Randall when he guarded him it was two for three. DiVincenzo was one for four also. Quickly one for two. Barrett one for three and Brunson he one for one. So that that was the percentages on the defenders. So you know Hart Hart and Grimes actually did a decent job on him. And you it, it, I think it showed because in the first half he only had eight points. Right. Yeah. He had he had eight points in the first half and he was shooting two for eight and zero for two from three. Right. So we were definitely we definitely were containing him in that and then and then you know we changed defensive assignment also and. and it, he Booker kind of went off. Yeah, I agree. I I definitely agree. But we need we need to give him the ball more. I mean, I felt like today was the like for the reasons you stated earlier, Lee, where he gets a little bit too tentative sometimes. Yeah. Um, and, and it's too much onus on the offense is on Brunson and other guys. I feel like we need Grimes there to keep at least keep some other people honest today yep. for me. But maybe I don't know, maybe the coach went that way because of the rebound rebounding disparity. Could be why, 
we know Josh Hart is a good rebounder for a size. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I've noticed in multiple third quarters, though, that that's Grimes' quarter. It seems to be the quarter where he gets to shoot the most. Like, they they make it a, their business to maybe try to get him involved. Maybe they see the stats and, like, oh, we we chucking Grimes or something, mm -hmm. you know. Maybe it's something they realize at halftime and they try to get him involved. But it's only when you get your teammates involved, it only helps you as a scorer. Because now you have less help. They can't double you. Julius Randle is allowed to go one-on-one, -on -one, which we see when he is allowed to go one-on-one. -on -one, there is, it's hard to stop him most of the time. You see the third quarter, they didn't really double him, and he went he went nuts. Right. Um. He, he took his time. He took his time. Not even took his time. It was smart, quick, decisive moves he was making. Right. And they were strong, too. He wasn't dribbling the air out the ball. And like Clyde said, Clyde had a great line. He had me cracking up. He said, sometimes the ball, you dribble the ball, sometimes the ball, the dribble ball you. dribbles yeah, you. you know. <laughs> Clyde classic. <laughs> exactly. So fact, he, he was dribbling in the third quarter. He kind of made an adjustment. But again, like I said, he giveth and he taketh. Um, a lot of times you see Randall, uh, he has these lapses where he's just watching. Like instead of moving, he's he's watching the play. So he still looks almost like he's stuck in quicksand. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of felt like that on the last play, to be honest. He he felt it looked like he didn't believe Booker would shoot over him or something. It's just like his defense at the last that last shot wasn't aggressive enough for me. We could have tra trapped trapped him. You think so? I felt like he got a hand up on it. I don't know. What do you think, Lee? I thought like he got a hand up. I think it could have been better too. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Okay. I thought RJ did a good job of doing everything to keep up with him. But to me, it was when the double happened that should have happened quicker and should have happened harder. Like, it, it, to me, when, when I was watching it, I don't know, I'm going to watch it again, but it seemed like his hands were down and, and he was almost hesitant, like he was scared to get closer because he was scared of a foul. But I think if he would have played him closer, they could have maybe trapped him or made it. A, a, if he would have had his hands up, it would have been a lot, a lot more difficult a shot. It was already a, a hard shot. That would have been a, a lot more difficult shot with, with yeah. Randall's arms at least up. Cool. Kudos to the coach because they, they, the Knicks trapped him the, the play before, mm -hmm. um, and he got rid of the they got rid of the ball and he forced somebody else to 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 make that pass. But they they knew the Knicks were gonna trap and they they just waited to get the ball back this time. So. They, they already knew what we were going to do, and they took advantage of it. Go ahead, Lee. I think it's one of the reasons why I'm not super mad about the loss. Like, if Eric Gordon would have drilled that three, I would have been furious. Or one of those other no-name bums. But Devin Butcher doing Devin Butcher things? I mean, how furious can you be? He's probably I, the, I'm still mad. The first half was too lack of days ago for me to – Yeah, I agree. Let's talk about how they finished. I'm, st I'm still furious. We let a, a Devin Booker – only Devin Booker, well, I, well, I called it Eric Gordon because he's having a great year also. It's like he he found the, uh, uh, the the youthful fountain too, fountain of youth. Turn back the time because he's having a, a good season so far. But I had said it was Gordon, Eric Gordon and, and, and Booker. That was it. That's who you have to worry about. Right. You try to contain them. You know, you know, Booker's Booker, so only he really can guard himself. You know how that goes when you, your offensive juggernaut like he is. So you just try to make it uncomfortable for him and make sure his he doesn't have outlets, meaning med, the Metus and the Goodwins of the world shouldn't help. Exactly. The who's <laughs> man disease of the world don't come in and get buckets. Like Exactly. You 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 called him Josh Good. His name is Jordan, by the way. Oh, you see, look, I'm calling him look, Josh. Like, I'm surprised my man even has like a profile picture on NBA.com. Sometimes <laughs> when you have the no names, you just have a little gray silhouette. 
But he I got was, a paycheck for some. <laughs> so I'm surprised with he got confidence a too. I was over here, Josh Goodwin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. His name well, is Jordan. Oh, remember, well, remember that. You get remember Jordan. Jordan, Jordan right? I, got, I got you, Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> we can't let we can't we can't do that. And that's exactly what they did. Um, I, I don't I don't know. Um, we have to do a better job of recognizing when somebody's hot and never leaving them. Like that that I've never understood that with my without without defense. I get Tibbs is okay with with the chance with the three pointers, but if somebody's showing you they're hot, adjust, please. Yeah, adjust. Do I not agree. leave that man. I if agree. he's going on the sideline to tie his shoe, you are going to tie his shoe with him. You understand? Right. <laughs> do not leave him. I agree. It, oh, shout out! shout out to Uncle Ralph McDaniel's, who who uh, who subscribed to the channel. Shout out to you. So you type something instead about uh do you see part when RJ had Nurik one on one and could not take him off the dribble? Yeah. We need another playmaker. Yeah, that play, that play, that felt like the old last year RJ to me. Um, where he's like kind of dribbling into somebody without a plan. Uh it was seemed I saw a little bit of regression today. At the same time, um Tiz would say we need to give him help. You know, because we had RJ dribbling and there was no off ball movement as well. There was no passing angles to give to give him an option in case he could not get by his man. So um I yeah, I definitely didn't like that play. And Brunson was on the floor at that time at that time. So yeah, we need another playmaker, but you know, Brunson was on the floor. He he's the playmaker. So he, it was just a bad play. <laughs> it was just a bad play. Yeah, we uh it was a couple couple bad plays. We let Jordan, right? Jordan Goodwin shook the mess out of out of Josh Hart on one of the plays for a three. I'm like, Josh, come on, come on. <laughs> yeah. Goodwin. Who is he? Where did he come from? Why are you letting him do this to you? <laughs> exactly. Whose man's is that? Sherwin asked JLS, why do we lose this game? You came you come in mad late, Sherwin. We talked all of our we talked 30 minutes about why we lost this game. <laughs> but uh rebounding number one reason rebounding number one reason for sure all right um but um salute to the chat man if you want to chat listen there's a discord link tapped to the link i'm stuck at the top of the chat if you want to chat and you have your two cents about what you want to talk talk about you can talk with the klt crew about this game if you feel like it just hit that discord link at the top of the chat and yeah, we'll we'll patch you in when we talk some this Knicks basketball. Um, I know Lee, you have something to say about Tom Thibodeau growth. I feel like I've, I've talked about everything I need to talk about this game. I, Jay, I've can I say one, one one thing before we get into the tips thing, real What's quick? I, I thought I definitely thought that we had this. I thought it was going to be another comeback story. You know when I thought that happened when when IQ Cookie Booker when he when he said he stole the ball from yeah. Booker. And then we wound up hitting that uh, Brunson gave that nice pass to to, to uh, Randu for the easy dunk. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, we're gonna do it again. <laughs> yeah, it looked like it. He was right there. Now you're right. <laughs> the, the fact this was another interesting wrinkle about the game. The fact that Tips was letting IQ guard Booker one on one for a lot of the night to me, like. It was interesting. And he got a steal off of him at one point. So, hmm. Yeah, he did. That was an awesome steal. Yeah, it was an awesome steal because I was nervous. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Booker on IQ. IQ usually out 
performs his height class. Yes, he does. But I don't like to go to the well too too much with that. You know, I like to, I like to keep that as a surprise for a player too, and then like move off of it. But um, IQ was trying to show out his height today, like a uh, organic fantastic uh, fanatics show said. Basically, yeah, that block on I that IQ block was nice. The IQ it got block me was nice. It got me hyped. Brunson's block was nice. Like Brunson, we talked about Brunson defensively this season. Brunson has taken a huge step defensively. I, I, I was looking at defensive defensive win shares. Some more R.J. Barrett uh, stat porn for you guys, low. R.J. <laughs> R.J. Barrett is number two in the league in defensive win shares. Number two in the entire league in defensive win shares. So I know he he's like number one in net rating. A lot of that has to do with his defensive win shares. Or his def- defensive rating in general. Then we have Randall, who's actually second in 28th. I know, shocker. Look at his face. And then third is the charge taking, uh, shot blocking Jalen Brunson on the team. Not third overall, they're on the team in second. Second yeah, on the we team. Had, it was the number one net rate, number one and two. Uh, People, players today in the game for net rating. Exactly, and that was uh, RJ and Booker. Yeah, um, they're RJ at number one and Booker at number two for net rating. Yeah, that might have went down today. I don't know. RJ. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> RJ didn't really join the party. Did not join the party. Uh, <laughs> All right, so we talk about tips. It. Let's get to it, Lee. What did you want to talk about today? You had you had a thought about Tibbs and the development. There was, last season, my frustrations I felt were warranted. And I think the majority of the fan base last season uh, wanted Tibbs gone at, at some point before before the rotation change and going to a, a nine man uh, rotation and really emphasizing RJ with that second unit, all those things, uh, utilizing Hardenstein more. It was the way he was closing games. It was the lack of a, of, a, of any kind of leash on Randall, and then way too much of a leash on Emmanuel Quickly and Obi Toppin, uh, allowing Brunson to dribble the air out of the ball, um, not really having any other play in the fourth quarter <clears throat> during close ones except for in isolation. It was just like either Joyce or Brunson was isolating uh, to close out games for the final shot instead of being simple into ball movement. This season, I haven't seen a whole lot of that. I'm not saying that he has suddenly become Eric Spostra um, in terms of play calling or running a really creative uh, offense. I'm just saying that I think in this this time this year, he's at least being more flexible, leaving the guys who are, are getting the run going to stay out there and finish the game, while maybe just inserting Brunson or may, or maybe Randall to, to um, complement the, the lineup out there. But for the most part, I think he's allowing the game to, to tell him what to do, the same thing he preaches with his read and react offense. But one thing that I don't think he gets enough credit for and what has made me love him this season compared to last year, it's not only the second round win where for the second time in his career, he beat a higher C team with the Cleveland Cavaliers, a team that many pit to beat the Knicks and a team that we got laughed at because we ended Donovan Mitchell and they did, but it's also his development. You look up and down this roster, Jalen Brunson, Mitchell Robinson, Julius Randall, RJ Barrett, Manuel quickly. These guys have developed into serious two-way players and they have one or two things they become elite, elite at. I mean, think about how raw Mitchell Robinson, who I think is the greatest example of Tom Thibodeau's development abilities, went from a super raw, foul-prone, low-IQ defensive player, who's also a poor rebounder, 
to the greatest offensive rebounder, maybe the second or third best defensive rebounder in the NBA. Super sharp instincts on the block and defending the rim. And someone who now is able to limit his fouls and made some really crucial screens at the end of this game and really crucial decisions on when to double and when not to double to keep the the, the paint from being penetrated on in the last two or three minutes of his game, I thought was brilliant. He does all the little things, every possible thing he can want. For someone who does the, the intangibles, Mitch does it at a really elite level. And second, R.J. Barrett, all the criticisms he had about not being able to go right, his inability to, to, to store off a dribble, him being a poor or lackadaisical defender, it took years. But he's gotten R.J. to the point to now the statistics are mind-boggling in terms of his ability to finish around the rim, his net rating, his defensive rating. These are things we never would have associated, I would have, with R.J. last year or two years ago. Julius Randle going from a pretty solid starter to a two-time All-NBA. Jalen Brunson going from a very sharp shooting sets man to a top five-point guard, in my opinion, in the NBA. I think Mitchell Robinson's a top three center in the NBA. And I'm no homer for saying that. This is what my eyes are telling me when I watch <laughs> the NBA. So I think the job he's done with Emmanuel quickly as well, and what he's doing with Quentin Grimes is the reason why we should continue to let Quentin Grimes take his lumps in the starting lineup and allow Tibbs to work his magic in developing him into an offensive player and getting his confidence up. And why I think that Tom Thibodeau has now a long example of Chicago, Minnesota, Cats, the best years, and now New York. The sample size now, which is Macaron, covers three teams at three different eras. And he has this unbelievable uh, examples of people that he has taken raw ability, weaknesses, and strengths and uh, amplified them during two or three years of his tenure. He's a really great developer. I think he deserves more props as a developer. And I'm really tired of hearing people with these weak-ass arguments on why we should fire him. If we do move on from him, whoever we hire must have a better winning percentage in the playoffs than Tibbs. The time for Johnny Bryant has passed. The time for Becky Hammond has passed. Both of them deserve a job as a head coach in this NBA. But we are at a place now with Jalen Brunson where we're almost a contender. And I don't want to risk it for a neophyte to quote Clyde, head coach, we need someone with a more proven track record to win the playoffs if we decide to replace Tibbs. That's my rant. Hey, I'm not a Tibbs fan. I'm just going to start <laughs> We're going to start. I already know. That's why I'm like, Ebony? ASAP. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm a little skeptical when uh, giving somebody else credit for uh, other people's work. You know, um, I think we have a great group of young men with a great work ethic that really, truly love the game. So they're in the gym, and when you're in the gym, you're just going to get better. Um, Thibodeau, I think, actually actually um, slowed down our progress a little bit. I think we would know if we wanted to pay quickly or not, you know, had he not been behind Alec Burke, the small forward shooting guard. I'll never forget tips for that. I'll never forget. Fair criticism. Um, I also think the same with Mitch. Remember, he was behind Noel for a little bit. Nah, so, Mitch was never behind Noel. Yeah, he was. He did start Noel for a little bit. Yeah, he did. For Mitch. like two games? Until Mitch yeah. outplayed him. <laughs> yeah, he had, Mitch had to show him, though. But he definitely he definitely was trying to give Noel the starting job. He so, tried to, but... Yeah, Mitch wouldn't was... allow that. So I think I, I, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm super skeptical, y'all, on trading people. Because we, we, we get stuck with a Jordan Poole type. You understand? Like, we have kids, despite no matter what, they wait their turn, they put in the work, and, and they do their job. You don't get that. As a young, you don't get that a lot. You really don't. 
So um, I, I like what Tibbs is doing this year. I like what he did that fourth, when we, we, we were the fourth seed. I thought he did more of uh, playing the team, playing who was hot that game. And I see him kind of doing that more this season again. I just hope it, it stays up. You know how when pressure situations happen, you go back to what you know, what you're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. I just don't want him to to get to go back too much. Um, I can't. I don't know. Tibbs as a developer, I I I, I think these kids develop in spite. You know, just to show him like yo, you you made the wrong choice, my man. <laughs> I, I, and I disagree with you, and I'm gonna tell you why. Yeah. There's go back to forget the players on this team, right? There's two things you hear from other players, right? You hear Jimmy Butler who said Tiz never played me, right? And then you'll hear Nate Robinson who was just on a podcast about a month ago who says, when I played with Tibbs, he unlocked the game for me in a way that no one else ever has. Um, so like you can't so like he Nate Robinson literally said, I see the game differently and I'm so prepared. I'm more prepared than I've ever been through any other coach in my career. So I can you can look at you can say yes, I'm with you. When Alec Burks was here and Emmanuel quickly, that was the year you guys were here. I was screaming, what the hell is Tibbs doing? Emmanuel quickly should be starting. He's using this tall defensive point guard thing as a crutch because Alan Burks is getting cooked by small quicker point guards and quickly was guarding him guarding them better then and I felt like he <laughs> should have started that then um, but at the same time at the same time once quickly at the same time because Tom Thibodeau is so prepared um, and can teach you the basics and drill in the fundamentals to you I feel like that's a big reason why people like quickly people like Mitch uh, and RJ develop that baseline understanding of what to do in the NBA. And I think that's a big part of development. And I think that's part of a reason why Nate Robinson had one of his best years in his career under Tibbs. So I, I like, so yes, you can say that Tibbs, um, he doesn't play the, the young guys enough. Um, but at the same time, I do feel like his, a lot of players have said that how prepared he is and how much of a teacher he is. So I think you, now, I, I, I definitely could get that. He's very simplistic. I could understand that part. Uh, just breaking down the fundamentals and, and making you do the small things. Well, that's why we beat a lot of teams because we, we do all the little things. Well, that's a, that's something he makes you do. And if you don't, you sit down. Right. So like, I get that aspect of it, but also when you have, it's just a certain mind mindset. Like we kind of seen it with Grimes now. Like he doesn't have such a long leash. And to me, Grimes is not as sturdy confidence wise as an IQ, if that makes sense. Like mm -hmm. their mentality is not on the same thing. So with a, with a Quentin Grimes, you couldn't coach him like you coach a, a IQ to me. And to me, I think Tibbs coaches everybody the same. And instead of working with their strengths, he works with his strengths. And that, that's why I, I'm a little finicky when, with, with, with him and our youth, because he, he can either make or break you, really, depending on the, the, the mindset. To, to That's just what I, I see. I agree with that. I think if Grimes <clears throat> cannot acclimate to that and take that as inspiration to improve his game, he's probably going to be out the door 
before the season's over is well, just like Obi Toppin was. I think Tibbs has a certain type of player. You're absolutely right. He coaches everyone the same. And I think the best coaches in today's game don't. They coach different players differently. Maybe the 90s or early 2000s, like a Larry Brown, an early pop, uh, Stan Van Gundy. Those guys coached everyone the same. I think nowadays it, you have to be a little bit more discerning and understand a player's temperament and um, threshold for abuse. <clears throat> Tibbs is more of that Bobby Knight light uh, <laughs> type mentality. But I, I, don't, I don't think anyone who can't handle that, whether it be a Fournier or an Obi or a Grimes, will be around much longer. And I think that that's why you see guys like Quickly, Mitch, and Brunson, guys who do take on that type of feedback really well and they use it to motivate themselves. You see them hit the like the best possible version of themselves. I don't think we've seen the best possible version of Quickly yet because he hasn't started. I would love for him to. I'm an advocate of that. But you have seen it now from RJ and Mitch because he let them take their lumps and remain in the starting lineup, even though they were getting cooked at certain elements of a game. Like Mitch couldn't stay out of foul trouble. RJ couldn't hit the, the back of the, of the board with a three-pointer. But once those things start balancing themselves out, then it, you saw it was a combination of both the motivation of Tibbs and also the type of character, which when you have both of those, it's that that, that, level, that level of sinking brings out all NBA level play. And I think that Mitchell Robinson, RJ and Brunson are all doing that this season. It could be considered playing at, at that level. So I, I, I like Tibbs. I think the record speaks for itself. The Joe team Noah's the Kirk Heinrich guys that reached the very peak of their performance. They have that dog in them, but they also are, are grown and supported by Tibbs' type of coaching. And that's the type of guy that he needs in order to unlock that. Exactly. That, that's my thing with Tibbs. There's a certain guy he needs to be really successful. All his teams take on the same identity when you think about it. Um, So, like, uh, I've I followed Tibbs for a while. One of my all-time favorite players is Derrick Rose. So, you know, um, I was I was, I used to follow Chicago very much, and that's one of the reasons I'm not a Tibbs fan before he even got here because he left my man in the game, and, and we don't know. it could The biggest what if in, in NBA history to me, you know, youngest MVP, and he had to refine his way how to play basketball all over again. So, shouts out very, to Derek. Very Rose. fair critique. And I'm also not saying I want to trade Grimes. I love Grimes. I just think Grimes is probably the most likely candidate to be a centerpiece for a deal mm-hmm. if we end up making a trade for a star level player. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Go ahead. I was just about to say, I think we need to do something like just take a page out of, out of what how people use Booker, how they get him open with the screens and things of that nature. Maybe try that with Quentin Grimes. Not saying a whole game, but a couple sets at least help the man get a little easy shots and get the confidence. I I agree. I agree. And Tibbs, okay, so here's here's what I've always landed on. Tibbs is not the perfect coach. He's nowhere right. There is no such thing as perfect coaches. It just isn't. Freaking Tyrone Lue is considered a better coach than Tom Thibodeau. And Tyrone Lue, um, Tyrone Lue played the 76ers and put like an all small lineup on there with who, who they had. They had what? Paul George playing center. And that's supposed to be like the mastermind of the NBA. And he was getting killed for that. So it's like, there, there's no search thing as a perfect coach. Tom Thibodeau is nowhere near a perfect coach, but he's been good for us so far. He has not been the perfect development coach. I can point to things that he done wrong with Cam. Uh, I can point to, to with, um, him Obi. sitting him too long. I can I can point things he did wrong with Obi using him. I always said for years that he's playing him like he's Sean Marion, and yep. he and he came in with the comp of Amari Stoudemire. Um, 
where you can pick and roll him to death. Pacers figured that out in like game ten. Oh, we on. Yeah. <laughs> and he's shooting like eighty-seven percent now. Yeah, so like so, Tom Thibodeau has his flaws for sure. He does have his flaws Definitely. for sure. And those guys, he, I don't think he maximized their potential. But I do feel like he didn't. I do feel like he personally he maximized potential of Mitch and got close to, got close to it with IQ so far. Um, the only reason why I say if Brunson wasn't here, I feel like IQ would reach his potential. And if with Alec Burks, even with Alec Burks here in his way, like IQ is, was a six man of the year candidate. Yep. So you can't take that away from him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta I look did, at the whole my, picture. I don't look at everything. I look at the whole picture. That's the yeah, whole picture. I look at the whole picture. I, I like <laughs> um now I've never, you know, I told you me and Tibbs beef go go way back. But um I uh I can I can say when he's doing his thing and I see the adjustments he does, but it, it has to be consistent. My whole thing with Tib again is the written scripts and his stubbornness. It's it's the fact that that his stubbornness a lot of times makes the game harder is it, it makes it harder when you think about it when you think about what we need and had he really gave i'm not even saying ken was a savior but had he really gave him a shot who knows who knows cam is over there locking people up on the lakers right now you understand i'm again i'm not saying he was the savior he was good none of that but if you really could say that he gave cam a fair shot i i don't believe it um he it was like he threw him in the fire, and then when he didn't need him no more, he sat him on the shelf. Right. Um, at, the, at the same time, though, people are like crucifying Tibbs, like he's the worst coach in the NBA, and fire oh, Tibbs. Nah. Like that's not that's not what's happening. Like he's not the worst. He's been overall, he's been a positive for the Knicks. Yes, agreed. Yes, I understand. I understood why we did it. The whole Tibbs, uh, Tibbs hire. We were changing the culture. How do you change a culture? You get a, a hardworking coach, the blue collar coach, and you also get a name brand coach. Everybody knows who Tom Thibodeau is, you know. So you're trying to change your organization and make people take you serious. You get a Tom Thibodeau. Mm-hmm. Uh, Udoka's doing a hell of a job in Houston. Yeah, as I, as I predicted in the offseason, mm-hmm. but I think he might be the closest competition to Tibbs. Tibbs has been doing it longer in terms of co- co- t- table setting for culture, turning around what was there uh, previously uh, for the last three, four years where he, the Rockets were like the worst team in the lead three years in a row. Um, now I think they're going to be a, a playoff team, not even play in, but play off, and they're one of the best defensive teams in the NBA, and Al Prince and Dunn is becoming an unbelievable all-star level player. But I think Tibbs, he showed in Minnesota – First time in the playoffs tonight, 14 seasons. Cats, all-NBA season, probably the most efficient season of his career. Uh, great Jimmy Butler season as well. He showed it in um, Chicago, turn, helping t- turn Derrick Rose into the youngest MVP of all time. Joakim Noah, two-time defensive player of the year. Um, Luol Dane eventually becoming an all-star under his tutelage, Jimmy Butler growing. So there is a – there's I just said three teams of examples with now Randall Brunson and Mitch where – and RJ – Tibbs has done came in, completely turned around the culture of a team. And three teams that were in really bad places when he came in. Chicago post MJ, Minnesota post hell. I mean, Kevin Garnett, maybe like the, the Knicks post Fisdale and Steve Mills. Like it was a horrible place to play. No one wanted to come here. No one was growing. Players were getting worse, actually, once they joined the Knicks. And he turned all those things around. So again, absolutely not perfect. Have many issues with his play calling. And I have to see another playoff didn't pass the first round 
again and into the conference finals. If we don't make the conference finals this year, to me, that's a disappointment. Yeah. Say whatever you want, but that's just me personally. Yeah. That's my goal. I want to make the conference finals. Yeah. I think we have a team that can do it. I think there's one more trade needs to happen too before the deadline, but I feel like it's very, very plausible. If we do fire him, I would not be mad. As it depends on a matchup to me. Like, it depends on the matchup. Okay. Uh, th- yeah. I, All I, I want Tibbs to do is have balance. Use your strengths with the strengths of the players and make something happen. Like he did against Cleveland in the first yeah. round. And exactly. Five. If you fire him, just make sure you bring a guy who has a proven playoff record recently in, in the postseason that's not a fluke like a button hoser, but someone who's legitimately a solid schemer and play calling play caller in the postseason, and I'll be happy with that. But I, I just don't want to fire him for Johnny Bryan. I think we're past the point of a, having a young coach. Knicks wasn't going to do that anyway. He was never going to do that. That's not that's not a Nick thing. Like, if it was a – like, we would have been with Mike Miller if that was a Nick thing. You know what I'm saying? Fair. Because <laughs> Mike Miller was out coaching Fisdale, and we let him walk to OKC. So, <laughs> I don't think – I don't think Johnny Bryan – like, I really feel like – I feel like Mike Woodson was here – as mm-hmm. a a fail safe, if Thib- Thibodeau was to be fired, I think we we was gonna actually plug him in, but then uh, Woodson dipped. So I think that, that wasn't. I, that wasn't huh? And then he dipped, and I was like, oh, the options out here. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I think that's what the Knicks were thinking um, in my mind. Uh, but yeah, because I I do believe some people in the organization probably felt like Woodson deserved a real chance when he got canned the first time. Uh, but that's my hypothesis. So I don't know if anything did happen to to Fizz to oh, ooh, I almost called him Fizz Don't do that. Don't do that. Please don't. <laughs> Maybe because I saw Fizzdale today and I got scared. Like, ooh, because yeah. he was on the bench. I was like, I got scared a little. Oh, wait, wait, he's on the opposing team's bench. It was a dark time. It was a dark time. It was, it was. very dark time. <laughs> it was. That's the development coach. <laughs> he said he was gonna get Moody ain't right. Moody ain't right. Man. <laughs> hey man, that was Knox. That was Knox's best year. All right, that was Knox's. Oh best. man. Yeah. Uh, now, huh. not for nothing. I, I have a theory on Knox. Knox ruined it for RJ. Uh, I really think that because after Knox, they they wouldn't give the keys to the youngest no more. That's when they went. They they drafted RJ, but signed Randall. He was the insurance policy for right. RJ. Like, like let us help you along. Um, I don't think they ever wanted another Knox being, you know, a rookie being your 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 main. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, but yo, salute to the chat. I see a super chat and in... shout out to Just Knicks who sends a one nine nine super chat. Says, when do we call it quits? Trade for Spike. Um, no. No. we have a winning record, man. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if you noticed, but we we have a winning record. We have a few games with five hundred. We're long for, for calling it quits. Um, this is not time to be talking about calling it quits. We're fine. No spider, please. It was the a frustrating game for sure. Pissed about the the way we competed in the first half. Uh Felt like, you know, Randall defensively and offensive rebounds didn't help on the boards. I, f- I felt like RJ got out of run offensively. I felt like we didn't compete, but this was one game. Those Sunday matinee, those Sunday games be weird. <laughs> I, f- I feel like I have to, uh, I'm not a fire tip. I don't want him fired because I don't know a backup yet. So, like, I'm cool with him. I just want him to do some adjustments. Again, since he's coming at my head. 
So I just, I just want I don't want to fire. I just want him to do better. That's all. I'm with you, Anthony. I agree. I agree with you. Say, man. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're good. We don't we know there's no need to hit no panic button. We lost one game. We're we're still what what six in the six in the east. Yes. We're, we're fine. <laughs> yes. We gonna be all right. Yeah, exactly. Like, like Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. Said. In the words of Kendrick Lamar. There you go. There you go. Hi <laughs> <laughs> right, man. I think this is a good time. We can get to the ooze and bras right now. Yes. Um. Let's see. Ooh, come for my he rubs anymore. They gonna come for me more now. Okay. You, you. Uh, <laughs> okay. I already know everybody got a profit. Yeah, even though, even though he had a good, what was it? It was a good twenty-eight points. My bruh for the day happens to be Randall. Randall fans, I know y'all gonna get me. I, I need you locked in the whole game. I need you locked in the whole game. I see Randall watching, and I know it happens some a lot of times, but it seems like it happens to him a lot. And um, to, to today he watched on defense a, a lot in this game, and that last shot he guarded Booker with his hands down. You can't guard Booker with your hands. Did That's he why he get the bro. Let me see this. Yeah, it was Let's hands see. down, and it was a terror. It wasn't even an aggressive double. It was like an almost. I don't know if I want to do it or not double. Um, that last defensive play. I need effort. I need you to to to, to, to go hard. Pause. I need you hundred percent. Like it's it, it didn't look it looked very lackadaisical. Like he just thought that knew that shot was not going in. Like oh, it is not overtime. It is. <laughs> so did he I have his hand? Hold on, let me see something. Look, look, look it up. The, the nah, man was I'm about to pull up right now. I'm about to pull up right now. Let's judge this real quick because I feel like I feel like this is being organic. Say he had his hand up. I I, I feel like he had, he had his hand, his hand up. up. We gonna and, look and, and the angle he took we was look. terrible too. It wasn't the best defense, y'all. It really wasn't. It's okay to call a spade a spade. I'm sorry, I got my whole <laughs> I got my whole notes showing. All right, here we go. Let's see. Look, that's too good of a shot right there. I'm a shooter. Hand down, man down. That's too late. Hand down, man down. That is too late. That is All right. that is we here. Look, look, look. Right Book here, he could have aggressively. His hands, his hands are to his side. Yeah. He has his left hand out to prevent the drive. See, right now I have a clear shot at the basket. That's too much. That's that the no, that's too much. That's not that's, no hand. I don't know. That wasn't contested. I don't know. Look, look, the ball, look, the ball is the ball out his hand when he start contesting. But his hands are to his side, like look, right here, Jay. As a shooter, I can see a clear. I can see the, the right. hoop clears. I don't know what. Okay, look. If you're running from side to side, right, you can't have your hands up when you're running from side to side. Your That's hands have to be at your side, running just, from side yeah. to side to get That's to the keep other your thing momentum. I was just telling you though, when he comes off of here because he wasn't aggressive, like he wasn't aggressive, that could have been a trap. That he 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 might like right here. This should have been an aggressive trap, so he he couldn't even get the ball off. He right there. Cut him off. Trap him. I mean, possibly then you split because because I'm just saying, right don't let here, Devin you can book split that if he cuts him off. But then don't let Devin. That's where's where's Mitch. Then then that's your help. You got to trust your help. At the end of the day, I'd rather anybody else shoot that than who shot that. Um, <laughs> Chad, you gotta be the judge. I don't know. I, I feel like 
I don't know. I kind of feel like the the defense wasn't isn't as bad. it wasn't up to par. I'm sorry. Uh, I can't I, see the I chat because had... I have the video. Let me bring it. I'm gonna, let me bring it. Hold on. Man, child agrees. Somebody said refs would have called the shooting foul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I get it. That's your guy. I get it. Nah, that was that wasn't oh. that wasn't the best. Chad, we we be the judge. Chad, was that a good defense, bad defense, or just okay defense? I don't know. What do y'all think? Um, I, I didn't I, think that was. A, I don't think that was a bad stand. I thought I think it was with a good the shot. game on the the game on the line. That's that's not the defense you play. And before it doesn't show. So before that happened. The Knicks doubled Booker. Booker got rid of the ball, and then they gave the ball back to Booker. So the that film doesn't show that part. It doesn't show that part when um, they passed the ball back to Booker and kind of reset. So it kind of just looks like he was there. So like he might, I, I don't know. So I don't think Randall had to exactly be there at that time because he had to, once you punch, you punch, once you, once you pass the ball, you got to, like, draw your attention to the guy with the ball. I don't know. That's how I see it. Yeah. I just think well, – we, I think not only Randall, but in that play, Randall, but all game we were taking bad angles to the ball or playing them bad angle-wise. They were, like, playing them, and they were giving them the lane almost it's sometimes. That's with Josh Hart. Yes, exactly. Um. So, yeah. Yeah, he definitely. that. He definitely was playing playing lanes wrong today. I think I thought Dante gave us good minutes though on the defense and on offense. Defense, yeah. yeah, I did. I did think Dante. He can't make a layup. That baby allergic. <laughs> I'm convinced he's allergic to making layups. He had a nice uh, pass. I think it was by Josh Hart, and he blew it. Man, that he, boy he Dante, smoked, boy, man, I love Dante to death. That guy, that man is allergic <laughs> to layups. Like he hates layups and layups hate him. Like. There was I a part I, where when Dante had to beat Nurchik after the steal, in my mind, I was like, pull it out, Dante. Pull it out. Just, right. <laughs> just wait. Yeah. Just wait for help. But nobody was running with him. No one was running with him either. So it wasn't like he even had an option. He just had to just stop and just wait for people to come. But it was, uh, Sherwin, thought the, Sherwin said he thought the defense was good today. Um, Sherwin, the defense was... Yeah. The first we, we effort get, defense was good, but yeah. part of playing good defense is getting the rebound. And if you play good defense and you don't get the defensive rebound, you didn't finish the job. So you so and that was the that's why the Knicks lost mostly today. They had 15 offense. The, the Suns had 15 offensive rebounds in the first half, um, and because they could not finish defensive stands, and that's yeah. why you can say the defense was. Good, but not really. He said, "Her is a Sherwin and a Herman, or is that the same person? It just didn't come through." Mm-hmm. He said, "Stop blaming, stop blaming Randall. I ain't messing with. I ain't blame Randall. Sherwin, Sherwin is a Randall stand. Sherwin doesn't see but, uh, Sherwin doesn't see anything Randall does wrong bad at all. Yeah, I know. I know those <laughs> type. I, I, I'm around them a lot in uh in <laughs> X in Twitter, the Twitter world. Um, <laughs> A, yeah. a lot. Uh, again, Sherlock, I'm gonna call a spade a spade. Yeah. Nobody is off limits. Nobody. Uh, yeah, we like Randall. Sherwin is a Sherwin. Randall's a power forward. We got out. We got out rebounded in the first half by 15. Randall finished the re, finished the game with five rebounds. Brunson out rebounded. Yeah, the power forward, forward. As you would say, he's he, your boy Obi Toppin and Randall have. Yeah, Obi Toppin is a five rebound guy, and that's what Randall gave you today. 
And if Obi Hoppin had five rebounds, you would kill him. So you got to give Randall that same energy. Amen. And if, if Obi Toppin played one half, y'all would, would get at him too. So let's just it, – it's just what it is. We need whole games from our all-NBA, all-star game. Yeah. All-star. That's, that's it. Now, Randall had a phenomenal third quarter, but we lost. We didn't lose because of the third quarter. We lost because of the first half. Yeah. That's a pretty important distinction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think we played good defense because we gave up 116 points to a, a team with only Booker on it. <laughs> with, no, with no Kevin Durant and no Bradley Bill, we gave up 116 I mean, points. The defense collectively in the second half was way better. Right. It was that Eric Gordon going off, torching us in that first half that had me pull my hair out. And you're right, he's having a decent season. Um, it helps he has a more feature role, but he still he shouldn't be doing what he did to us in the first half at this stage of his career. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Gamer channel. Oh, yeah. Facts. You already know. I'm on that chat. Almost forgot. Almost forgot. I'm on that. Jacob Toppin has been causing a stir. Speaking of Toppins, all right? Jacob Toppin has a back-to-back 30-point games in the G League. He's been actually, his his weakness has been hitting threes. He's been hitting threes. Uh, Tibbs himself said that he feels like OB is more polished offensively. Jacob is more polished defensively. We don't need Jacob to be polished defensively. We just need him to hit threes, play defense, and dunk. That's all we need him to do. <laughs> threes, play defense, dunk. Uh, and, play, and if he's doing that, I'm all for calling him up with some spot minutes, especially when we play some taller teams. Now, we also have, we have to keep in mind this is still the G League if he's doing this. This is not NBA talent. Miles McBride was a, is a menace in the G League, all right? 2010. <laughs> 2010, the G League Miles McBride. He doesn't do that here. He doesn't do that here. So we have to keep that in perspective. But you 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 still are intrigued. The, the first step is to do good in the G League and then do it here. So if he's doing good in the G League, you still have to kind of keep an eye on that and go, well, maybe. Maybe <laughs> this could be something. So I that facts. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead, Benny. I have uh, quietly started my uh, Jacob Toppin call-up brigade. It's quiet. But if he keep keep this up, it's not going to be quiet too long, much longer. <laughs> <laughs> I, every, every once in a while, I'm like, how about Jacob? You know, how about Toppin? Why about we give him a, a little look? Um, I I think I think that uh, when he did the preseason, he had showed me something, a little glimpse of something. I actually wanted to see more. And then he didn't play anymore. I don't know if Tibbs trying to keep him a secret or what? <laughs> the f- but, yeah. The fact that he didn't play anymore and then we signed him makes me think that they already knew. Like we already, we like we already knew we were gonna keep this kid and we just want to give somebody else a chance. I think I think I've landed on that's the reason. Um I, I hope so. Yeah, because we, we signed him and he's he's with the G League. He's going he, we didn't cut him, we cut other players. We got we cut players we thought he's gonna keep. <laughs> I think I think yeah definitely I like Jacob's game so far what I see and even at the the Westchester game I watched it I watched it yesterday well m- much I told y'all commercials of my arch nemesis so <laughs> fourth quarter I was knocked out <laughs> you, you fell asleep in the fourth quarter you didn't record it <laughs> so, so um yeah but I like I like Jacob Toppin I like his game he seems more of a tips player to be honest defense first kind of yep. play you know you know I like those plays mm-hmm. and um. He seems to be more, yeah. He does seem a little bit more polished than uh, fundamentally sound than Obi was. Yeah, defensively, you know. Is he on a two way? I forgot what. Yeah, he is. He, he is. We we gonna get to see him up, whether he plays or not. I doubt. But yeah, yeah. I think I think he could do that little ten minute role 
back up 10 minute roll. I doubt it though. It'll be because like for him to get a 10 minute roll, he has to he, he's gonna have to take who's many is he taking? Like that's that's Josh the Hart. thing. Hmm? Like the, it, it'll Hart, give you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was saying it will give it'll give you an option to cut down either somebody's minute, whoever not playing well. You get what I'm saying? Whoever it is not playing well, you are Josh the contestant Hart. today. Of getting your minutes taken, <laughs> that's just <laughs> that's the one thing that will never happen. And this, the, yeah. the the guy who makes like sixty thousand dollars a year is not going to take the minutes of the guy who just got paid twenty million. <laughs> like it's just not going to happen. But it's just it, at least you know who would do one. that though. You know what organization don't care. The Golden State Warriors. And you know what? They are champions. And maybe that's why. Because they don't care. If you're not producing, they don't care. <laughs> you yeah. don't play. That, yeah. You don't play. It's only happened so, for California, really. Yeah. Because uh, it was a bunch of people. Like Dante. Dante took a lot of people a minute from Golden State last year when mm -hmm. he was on their team. Mm -hmm. That's true. It happens. Yeah, it happens. I don't know if it's gonna happen with us for us, but it, it never happens for us. It happens, it happens with Evan Fournier. <laughs> so that's the only person because that's the only person that's happened for. It's happened for Evan Fournier. And that's because that baby is the definition of a traffic cone. <laughs> yeah, we don't have you no more traffic cones on this team, so hell no. You you can't hire him. And and with Deuce, I think the way reason with uh, something you had said, I think the reason he he goes off in the G League and not the NBAs because he putting too much pressure on himself in the right. NBA. I think that's a confidence thing. You know, G League, you feel like you're better than everybody. You play more freely. You're not thinking. Right. You you know, you're playing more than thinking. So I, I think that's where it comes with Deuce. Uh, but I, I'm, a, I'm a Deuce. I guess you could say I'm a Deuce fan. Me too. Yeah, mm -hmm. I like Deuce, but he, it's going to be it's gonna be rough for him to get minutes. Gaming yeah. Channel says... um. Do you think we'll see any lineup changes after game 20 like we did last season? Um, no, I don't think so. Me neither. I, I think the only the only reason we saw the lineup changes after game 20 last season was because we were getting smacked. <laughs> yeah, I can agree. Uh, since we're not getting smacked, we're, over, we're above 500, we're a competent team. Um, this might be the hardest team that we play this week. I think we have. I thought, what are our next few games? I feel like our next few games are it's the Hornets next. I know Hornets. Even though the Hornets, with with Miles added, they're playing better. They're catching so, a little bit of a stride. So I wouldn't be. Oh, thank you, yo, thank you, David Brooks for, for subscribing to the channel. Um, the Hornets or the Hornets are definitely. Playing a little bit better with Miles, so maybe they're not quite as an easy dub as they were a couple of weeks ago. Nope, they still eased up because Karma, Karma's following that team. Mm. Right, that's how I feel about it. But I still feel like we have a bunch of winnable games. Like we got the Hornets, we had the Pistons, then we had the Raptors twice, then we have the Jazz. You know what I mean? Oh, Organic said Lamelo sprained his ankle tonight. Bill Mello sprained his ankle, well, and, well, and just like that, the Hornets are fooled again. Man, Lamelo can't catch him. Lamelo got that Steph bridges. Curry disease on his ankles, man. Yeah, you need to hit Steph Curry up ASAP and find out what regimen he used. <laughs> Ab raises, man. Stop working. Yeah, stop skipping leg day. 
I don't know. It's looking like whatever the balls is doing, they need to go elsewhere. Um, Yo, kind well, of yeah, a little man. injury prone. That's a fact. That ball genetics is not yeah. is not worth eighty two games a season. That's for sure. <laughs> it's a, the game of Shannon said Lamelo trying to get traded. <laughs> <laughs> I went for the past him. He did look real happy at the garden that day, right? That that ship has passed. Yeah, that ship is we good. Definitely we good. got two point guards. Yeah. Yep. Definitely has passed. Although I would, hmm. I do wonder. I always do wonder. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I do wonder. I'd be like, I could you know, because he's with the Hornets. I wonder what Lamella would be like under a person like Tibbs. Like I really do, hmm. because. The Hornets, those coaches, they don't have like structure and stuff. And, it, and to me, when I look at Lamelo, he's he's the he's competing defensively more than I've seen him so far in his career. And I'm like, man, if we had Tibbs who actually can teach defense under here with his his talent level, and I, I don't know, man. I mean, you could play him at the three, like how OKC plays Giddy, and just have him as like a, a backup facilitator out there. I feel the like. I feel like he might be able to play, I, even though his shooting isn't as good, isn't good right now. It's still it like I feel like his. I don't know. I, I gotta look at his catch and shoot numbers. Like I feel like his catch and shoot numbers will still be dope. Could be good if put next to Brunson and he can play make next to Brunson. I don't know, man. My I'm my good. brain feels like, like under the right tutelage, he could be nice still. I love our me. team, y'all. I love I I love this team. Win lose, you know. I I just wish I wish more effort. Well, you know, not more effort. It's just like. Don't come at my head, y'all. I love, I root for Randall too, right? But I would just like him to lock in more. Um, to me, it it it, it almost like I I call my son sometimes. I be like, he has to stay in his now. He be spacing out sometimes, like you know, uh, he he rotates. But the second he has to rotate again, he's busy watching. And that second time, he he's not guarding that person. Yeah, because he's literally multiple efforts. What? Yeah, it's, he's it's... literally watch, watching the ball. Yeah, so, it's the multiple efforts I, I sometimes just, is lacking, but some it's like sometimes it's really on. When it's on, it's like amazing. But when it's I, off, I it's very that. noticeable. Yes, I just want that all the time. Like I just need him I, to. It's basketball is not complicated, but Randall seems to like to make it that way. You know? You're big and strong, and when you work in your your mid range area, it nobody really can stop you but himself again. Another person that stops himself. Um, so I, I like what he did in the third quarter, and I hope he watches that quarter and and, and mimics it the rest of the season, basically mm. on both ends at least. Try to. I agree. And um, yeah, that's that's. I agree. All right. I see what I got. That's all right, Jay. And, and, what? I uh, I know we have broad pit and a pit. Do we have a pit for something that we're really really happy about? That's a pit. Okay, but then my pit is Derek Chauvin was stabbed in prison. <laughs> but, you could count on Lena to be yeah. unexpected. Definitely. I saying, didn't know where he was coming going with this. They're saying he wasn't stabbed, it was a drug overdose. Oh wow. Oh, really? That's not that's that's not a cover up now. Well, I it was a it was a I guess a poor joke because that's what they start saying about George Floyd. He he, oh, he wasn't murdered. He had drugs. Uh, uh, okay, I got it. That's I got they it. trolling. They trolling. I I wish Derek Chauvin a very long and arduous uh, recovery, um, or or just die. Uh, and then also my bro pick 
Josh Diddy. Josh Diddy, the new Car Malone, the handsome. Oh, he was my bro pick last. He was my bro pick last. God, Josh Diddy, not Giddy. Oh, he called the new Car Malone. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it crazy that like Kyrie Irving got like dragged to the mud every effing day for sharing a link to a YouTube video, whether it was offensive or not. He shared a link, and Josh Diddy out here smashing minors, and it's plain. The next, the next game is unbelievable. Uh, it's interesting to see how that investigation goes. By all accounts and all the evidence, it looks pretty grotesque and uh, unbelievable. Josh Giggity. <laughs> I was saying, that's what I say, Giggity. I agree. Josh Giggity. Oh, my God. <laughs> Josh Diddy averaging 15 points, 15 rebounds, 15 assists. Yo, oh, oh, I'm going to get another bro God. today. I'm going to give another Yo, bro. Hey. Crazy, I got another brother. Josh bro. Diddy loves OKC. You know why? OKC was born in 2008. Oh. <laughs> but OKC posted a, a, a halftime post, and they were winning by like 15 points or something like that. And it says, up by 15. Somebody said, come on, OKC, read the room. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Josh Diddy's uh, dating preference is also his three-point shooting percentage. Oh, <laughs> I don't even want to look it up, bruh. <laughs> oh man, Doc Clowner, bro, he, he earned it. Yo, <laughs> hold on, giggity, giggity. But bro, another brother today is Adam Silver for letting him play. Still, come on, yeah, man. Yep, agreed. Yeah. Oh my God! But who man is this? Whatever. Yeah, whose man is this? this? That's definitely a whose man is whose this. Whose kid is this? Oh my God! I'm mad. Y'all making me look up Josh Giddy's shoot, three point shooting percentage. Yeah, it's, it's, it's what he said. But that OKC thing—they got to learn to read the room. You're trying to set your whole organization up with mm-hmm. that with a simple tweet that you got down by. He said up by 15. So, like, come on. Oh, my God. Come on. Oh, my. Yo. Josh Giddy's three-point percentage. Where can, yo, why can't <laughs> I find this right now? Yo, it's calculating. Blow it mind right They're probably trying to hide it because they don't want you to have jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they put on the parental controls. Oh, man. I'm about to, I'm about to make an image and have uh, a dude from Family Guy with a Josh uh, Giddy jersey on. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh. oh god we're out been here guys he's gonna say he's gonna say my idol or something oh god <laughs> we're, we're guys where else where else where else but the kot show okay. you get top-notch nick's analysis and josh giggity jokes i don't know anywhere else <laughs> If you can find oh. somewhere else, you get both. <laughs> then you're doing well for yourself. Because then you found two top podcasts, all right? That's how, you found two top Nick podcasts if you can find somewhere else that does this both. All right? Leave, and uh, we ain't forget about leaving A. Smith either. Yeah, uh, leaving A. Yes. Bruh. Leaving A. Smith. The, man. We ain't forget about Yo, you, Monica, leaving. I love you. I have a theory. I feel like we scared Monica off because you go just going too hard on her boss. Yo, I, I, I think I, I feel like we were going too hard. 
Like we yeah, go we hard, say, like, but I just felt, I felt like I felt like she felt the energy. Like, man, nah. Monica, <laughs> yeah, I don't like cool my people, boss. Don't I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> now nah, we wouldn't do that. We wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, nah, we wouldn't. We definitely wouldn't do that. But come on, Stephen A. Man, you can't be a real fan and leave the Nick game before the game is over. Especially knowing that this is this is the, this is our Nick. Our Knicks have been fighting tooth and nail. For, a, for at least a season. We're never out of any game. And look at that. We pull out one of the best comebacks in franchise history in 20 years. And um, the real fans got to see it. All right. Not the TV fans. The <laughs> not fans. his fake self. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. The last time I seen Stephen A at courtside of a team that I root for, we lost in the championship to an <laughs> undermanned team. And that was the Liberty. So Stephen A, leaving A, whatever it will be called, stay away from my teams, please. <laughs> yes, please. You're bad, please, old man. Please and thank you. Yeah. Please and thank you. Yeah, mm, I agree. I agree. I agree. Bruh. <laughs> Leave. Any, any, <laughs> anything else on your souls? Anything else on your chest? I, I'm just going uh, to uh, comment on Lee's comment in the chat. He's a fool. It says Josh Giddy puts a new meaning to having fifteen dollars. Oh, oh, bruh! <laughs> I dropped that one quietly. I didn't know if anyone. Was I sorry. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know it was you at first. I was still going to shout that person out, and then I'm like, "That's Lee." <laughs> Every blue <little> spot up. <laughs> Lee was like, I'm gonna just keep this one. I was gonna give a shout out. And I'm like, hold on, that is Lee saying that. So I gotta, you know. Oh, man. <laughs> Lee thought this is a public secret. I don't know, but <laughs> somewhere in the woods, Carl Malone is, is proud. Oh sure. Passing the torch, man. Passing oh, the torch. Man. Oh my god. Okay, see no. All right. All right, guys. You're having too much fun. Yeah, that was a good one. That's too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube, I feel I feel like we're close to getting to getting the mind out. We haven't done anything. We haven't done anything yet. I don't, but I feel like we're like on the line, like <laughs> <laughs> like dancing on the line, like take me next. We just just I'm coming out with a t-shirt. I'm telling you, watch. Exactly. Next it's time, hopefully, next time you see me, I'm gonna be in my giggity shirt. Exactly. Giggity times two. Giggity <laughs> <laughs> times Yo, two. Man. Yo, if that happens, man, y'all, y'all gotta come with the super chats, man. If that happens, because y'all getting gold with these jokes, all right? I'm, I'm gonna be like this. Hopefully, next podcast, I'm gonna come with my giggity shirt. Oh, man. Josh, giggity. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. We got two, we got two designers on the squad right now. Let's go. <laughs> you can make, it, you can make your own giggity shirt. That's what's up. Yes. Oh, yes. All right. Yeah. Good show, you guys. Good show. Definitely. Yep. It was funny. Yeah, great, great. Even, I, even on the law, see, it was good. I'm, I'm not mad no more. I'm not mad no more. Are y'all <laughs> mad? No, no. I'm not mad anymore. We're still a great basketball team. So, yeah, we got, yes. we got the Hornets. We got the Hornets. Let's, let's take care of business. We'll smack them. All right. Yes. That is our show. Ebony, let them know where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at MadNickFan. You know, um, pre-games, uh, uh, every pre-game, if you on Twitter, I hold space with uh, two other gentlemen, Spinny and Brutus, and here, pre- post-game at KOT. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Lee, Lee, let them know we can find you, man. Uh, I'll be in the, those Twitter streets sometimes, uh, causing, causing chaos and havoc 
That is at fact. underscore Lee Estrebedo, L-E-E-E-S-C-O-B-E-D-O. Had a ton of stuff come out on Deadspin uh, last week, and got some more stuff coming out this week, and a piece for The Guardian coming out as well. Um, yeah, man, it was a tough loss, but I think we're going to bounce back. We still have a great team. No reason to be upset. Don't be miserable. Love your life. Free Palestine. Yeah. If you, if you have problems finding Lee on Twitter, you already know we say this a lot of times on the, on the program. Just search Knicks and Bums. And you'll finally, he'll pop right up. <laughs> Number one. If you want to get more precise, bum ass. Bum ass. If you do side back, you'll, you'll just see him by himself. Those three words together. <laughs> Nick's bum ass. It's just me. I'm pitching you. Go to my hashtags. <laughs> oh, man. I love y'all. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> Queen P, I see you. I see you. Yeah, listen, yo, let's yo, hold on. Shots, we got two women in the chat today. Yeah, <laughs> we out. We are. We are. Gamers channel say, Let's revisit this giddy chat in 15 days. <laughs> Man, ah. This this might be the most women we've had in the chat at the same time. Uh, yeah, we gotta we gotta revisit this. We gotta revisit this 15 days. <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right oh my god all right, all right you, you can find you already know you can find uh you can find us on dklt show on twitter the nick Tom show on instagram and the nick Tom show on facebook so definitely find us there and on soundcloud itunes google play stitcher all that stuff you can find us there as well all right all right that is our show shout out to pamela glamour nicks gamer channel uh the organic nicks fanatics shout out to the people crazy enough to actually subscribe to us today after all the stuff we was was, was talking. There's something wrong with y'all, but we accept you. <laughs> For sure. something wrong with us. All right? That is our show. <laughs> we out of here. And as always. Shout out the World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here in these Knicks YouTube streets. That's our show. We out this mug. Peace. What is <laughs> <laughs> The only cat I I'm recognize. making that Josh Giddy. That's I'm making that shirt, yo. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Peace. <laughs>